Hey, ladies and gents, and welcome to the Controlled Interest Gamecast, episode 235. I'm your host, Jared Weich. As always, I'm joined by my co-host, Dominic Orlando. Let's continue to praise the sun, Jared. And our honorary, sometimes on, uh, third host of the show, uh, Chris Nunes. How's it going, Chris? I live in the Northeast. There is no sun. There is no sun. Uh, yeah, we got a special episode. We did the Game of the Year podcast last week. Congratulations to Psychonauts 2 for being our collective Game of the Year. It ended up being first on both of our lists. Uh, barely edging out, what was it, Dom? Death's Door and what was the other yes, game? Death's Door. I think Halo came in third. Yeah, maybe. I, yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, this week, though, we are going over two special things. First up, our fan... Uh, what is it called? I forget. that It's FCL, but it's... Fantasy uh, Critics League. League. We're going to go over our results of last year, draft our new teams for this year, and we're also going to be going over our predictions for 2021, seeing how we did, and then making our predictions for 2022. Really happy to have both of you guys here. Wanted to make it work, and we were. Uh, before the show, Chris, I said I forgot that you were on our predictions podcast last year, so uh, I'm going to be going back-to-back years with you on, which is going to be awesome. I'm just not looking forward to some of the predictions I made last year. Yeah, same here. <laughs> hey, man, we're all more wrong than right, but, you know, you, li- you live on a dream and you die by that right. dream all the same. Right. Um, yeah, so we're going to start off with the Fantasy Critics League. I'm going to be going over the results real quick of last year's draft. Uh, so coming in third was me with 53 total points. Coming in second was Chris with 150 points. And coming in first, our champion, Dom, with 178 points. Um, I have some nice little uh, secondary facts here, but I want to get out of the way that Dom absolutely crushed me and Chris absolutely crushed me. You guys were a bit of a competition. I was nowhere close. Uh, but once I go over some of these notes, uh, you'll see why uh, the scores ended up being the way they did. So Dom, first I think up, went wire to wire. Like he was like mm-hmm. ahead yeah. for like the entire time. That was crazy. Yeah, I took some risks, didn't pay off. Uh, you <laughs> didn't take as many risks as me, Chris, but. Uh, you know, you almost caught him, which is surprising. I considering went Xbox how... heavy. Yeah. Uh, so first up, my best score was Death's Door. I got 18 points from that sucker, which was a good investment for me. Obviously, Dom and I was our second best game of the year last year. So good on me there. Uh, Dom's best score was also 18 points, and that was a tie between two different games. So we got 36 points in total, that being Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart and Monster Hunter Rise, um, which... Monster Hunter Rise was that game last year, Dom, that nobody ever thought about of being like, yep. oh, Game of the Year candidate, but we knew it was going <clears> to <throat> review well, and you snagged that I had in a draft. Mm-hmm. And uh, the best score of the year ended up going to Chris, who drafted Forza Horizon 5, and that gave him 24 points. Just to put I that had... in perspective, I had 53 points on the year, meaning that his one <laughs> game was almost half of my score for the year. So, um Pretty impressive. Psychonauts, Forza, and Halo. Like those were those basically carried me the the, most of the way. Yeah. So Forza then was the highest reviewed game last year, cumulatively. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Psychonauts two was around the same mark in the '90s, and then it slowly dropped to like '89 or '90, I think, by the time the year finished. Um, Worst scores. For me, it was negative five points from Battlefield 2042. Uh, that game performed so poorly that EA, there was a recent story that came out that EA is possibly going to make it free to play. So good on that, I guess. Uh, Dom, your worst score was six points, and that was Back for Blood, um, which is a game I counterpicked, uh, and we'll get to that shortly. And uh, Chris, your worst score was five points from the medium, which is a game you took a risk on early in the year. And honestly, for a game early in uh 
uh, on a console, I don't think that was too bad. Like a score of seventy five isn't isn't too bad. It could have definitely gone worse, sure. especially for the same studio who they did uh, Blair Witch, right? And that one didn't score too too well. Um, I, you know what? I thought it was really weird that the Black for Blood score was so low, considering it was in the top twenty games sold. Like it, so it, it like it wasn't for lack of like sales. It was just like you know critics wise. Yeah, and I think the sales are thanks to people just wanting to have another Left 4 Dead, right? They didn't really care how poorly sure. it reviewed. Not that it reviewed sure. poorly, but, you know. Uh, and then our counterpicks. Uh, for me, I counterpicked Starfield. Zero points there. That game didn't come out. And I counterpicked Back for Blood, so I got negative six points there, unfortunately. So I would have had 59 total points. Wow, what a big difference. Um, <laughs> Dom's counterpicks were 12 minutes, which got him negative five points, which I'm surprised that that game got a 75 due to how the internet talked about it. And his other counter pick was Elden Ring that got him zero points, uh, so broke even there. And then lastly, Chris had the best combination of counter picks. He got Silk Song, which was zero points, and Breath of the Wild two, which was also zero points. And uh, with counter picks, if you break even, that's plenty than good enough. You know, we're not looking for the positive. Of, oh, we're picking a game that's going to score it below seventy and give us positive points. As long as you break even, good enough. And uh, these special notes I made for each of us. So starting with Chris. He had five games scored. Uh, he had five games that scored above seventeen, and four games that scored five or less. So that you see there why he came up short on Dom. He had a lot of the highs, but he also had a lot of lows, which kind of balanced hey Jared, him out in there. In fantasy, that's called stars and scrubs. Exactly. <laughs> uh, for Dom, uh, his notes aren't too extensive. It's just he had five games score fifteen or more points. Pretty impressive there. Uh, to note there, there's nothing really with negative scores for him. That's probably why he ended up with such a high score. And lastly, with me coming in third, I had eight games that scored zero or below, uh, meaning that they either didn't come out in 2021 or they obviously scored 70 or below. I had six games delayed and two that scored negative, if you're breaking that down. So out of the eight games that scored zero, that's what happened. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it for last year. Congratulations to Dom and Chris. Though you did come in second, you scored 100 points more than me, so really, I'm the only loser there <laughs> for the year. Hopefully, we turn things gap. around. We're going to be starting our draft now. The way it's going to work is we're going to draft eight teams. By the end of the year, we're going to have 20 total. We're going to make two counter picks during the draft and one during the year. Uh, we can drop up to five games that are marked as will not release. And, uh, yeah, we're going to go over our publisher names real quick. My publisher is not a scam incorporated don't worry guys it's not a scam uh chris what is your publisher uh my publisher is star lord's merry crew uh llc yeah llc yeah <laughs> and hey we incorporate like uh, you know llc we're trying to it's tax purposes boys yeah exactly uh keep it above board uh and dom what's your publisher uh, we are firelink studios where we keep things positive and we're always down for some jolly cooperation Always down for some jolly cooperation. Um, you got to pay some licensing fees if you're going to have uh, Solera as your mascot, but, you know, you got to do what you got to do. Uh, yeah, I'm excited to see what happens here, guys. I'm going to click the start drafting button, and we're going to do this baby live. Uh, warning, once you start drafting, you can all add or remove players. That is perfectly fine. I am starting the draft. The draft is currently open. It is your turn to draft. Okie dokie. So, um... This is going to be interesting because obviously with the draft, you want to take something that you know is going to release, but you also need to make sure you draft games that are going to score highly. So I'm going to come in here and I'm going to take the safest bet of all. And you guys know what I'm drafting. I'm <laughs> drafting Elden Ring. Elden Ring is the first pick of the draft. Uh, it's going to hopefully be my shining star in this league. And uh, yeah, now Chris, you're up on the board. 
that puts a lot of pressure on me because I didn't expect Elden Ring to be taken. So now it's a toss between two games for me. I am going to What did to you think I was going to take? I thought you were going to go for the sure thing and take uh, Horizon. Because oh, that's okay. that's a guaranteed game coming out. Like we know for a fact that it's like it's locked in in less than a month unless something drastic happens. So I didn't I didn't think. You know what? I am going to go um, the same way I did last year, and I'm going to take Starfield and pray that they, <laughs> he really means that it's coming out this year. Ooh, I like that pick. Uh, and you guys are drafting your own games, right? You don't need me to draft them for you guys. Uh, no. Uh, okay. We have to put them. We have to put them in. You mean? Well, yeah, you you click on draft game and then you draft it. I didn't know if you wanted needed me to do that or if you guys were going to draft him on your own. Oh, I didn't. See I'm on the web page, so I'm ready to yeah. draft on my own. Okay. Okay, I'm good. Were you able to get it? Uh, no, it's not telling me I can draft. Uh, did you try try refreshing? Maybe. Yeah, let me try it. Oh, yep. Draft is in progress. Next, Star-Lord. Cool. Yeah, it's not. For some reason, I'm not in. I can draft it for you. Just double check. It was Starfield, correct? Yeah, it was Starfield. Yeah, sorry. No problem. Uh, Here we go. Starfield. Select. Uh, I wish... uh, Yes. Hopefully, I did this correctly. Yep, I got it for you. Cool. Uh, Dom, it's your turn. All right, so select draft game under player actions in the sidebar. Player actions in the sidebar. Well, player actions is not available in the sidebar. I can draft it for you too. Let's just, I'll draft everyone's game. Just let me know what that game is. Uh, uh, we're, we're taking Horizons, Horizon Forbidden West. Yeah, uh, okay. For sure, release date, like we mentioned, and it's going to at least get as good a score as the first game, we assume. So, safe pick. Good call. There you go. And it looks like we are, in fact, doing a snake draft. So you're up again. Oh, man. Oh, man. Okay. Oh, wait. Draft game right here. Boom. I can do this myself. It's under draft Uh, management. Yeah. Yeah, I found it. So I'll be able to do this one myself from now on. So here is where uh, we live and die. I'm... God of War Ragnarok is what I'm going to take. There is a big big risk that it doesn't actually release this year, but if it does, going to be a big scorer almost certainly. So that's what we're going with. All righty. God of War Ragnarok. Big risk. Okay, so now I believe it's... uh, I'm waiting for it to come in on my end. Have you drafted yet, Dom? Yeah. Okay, it's not coming through on my end. There we go. Okay, I just had to reload. All right. Am I drafting this one for you again, Chris? Yeah, I can't okay. get in for some reason. Um, I am going to go with Cuphead the Delicious Last Course. Okay. Uh, it's that ineligible. Same, I'm in the same boat with that. I feel like that's going to score at least as well as Cuphead did, so I'm hoping that that score puts me above like an 85 so you unfortunately you can't draft it because the site marks it as an expansion not oh, its own game got to be kidding. so it's uh yeah it's wow not eligible wow. Unfortunately. that's a kick right to the groin all right i would have been a good go, pick though yeah i just feel like that that's definitely gonna score at least as well um 
Okay, I'm going to continue with things that I know are coming out this year. So I'm going to go with Forspoken. Forspoken, okay. The the Gary Witta joint. Well, not entirely yeah. Gary Witta, but he did work on it. It's okay. on my top five list for this year, so I'm excited. There you go. Now I'm on the board. Interesting. Out of all of those uh, Square Enix games that are coming out in that June-July area, I think Forspoken is the one that has a good chance of actually reviewing well. Like... Mm-hmm. Final Fantasy Origin seems scary. Uh, Babylon's Fall doesn't seem all that great. Um, that Chocobo Racing game. Uh, let's see here. Here's the thing: is like there's some game. There's a lot of games this year that we don't even have dates for. And in the age of COVID, I'm worried. Right? Like Redfall is slated for spring. We haven't even seen that game outside of its debut trailer. That's certainly getting nope. delayed. Is it getting delayed outside of 2022, or is it just getting partially delayed? You know. What's going to be happening there? Um, I got one game on my list that's not specifically dated, but the work this this team did on uh, Streets of Rage 4 has me optimistic that this game's going to review well as well. Not a game necessarily in the genre I'm familiar with, but I'm going to have faith, and I'm going to go with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Shredder's Revenge. I just feel really? like the solid nice. pick. I think it's going to review really well. Yeah, Streets of Rage 4 reviewed very well. And if you've seen anything of the Shredder's Revenge, the animations and everything just look so clean. Um, it does. And one of the things here, too, is that depending on the reviewers, I don't know if this is going to get reviewed by a lot of people. And the people that do review it are probably going to be the beat-em-up style reviewers. And I think they are going to love it because of what the studio did with Streets of Rage 4 and how well that did. So we'll see what happens there. I am drafting again, though. And my next pick is going to be... See, there's a game here that I think is going to review very well. I'm just worried if it's going to actually release in 2022. <laughs> um, you know what? I'm going to take a chance on this, just like Dom took a chance on God of War. I'm going to take a chance on maybe not as big of a swing, but a swing nonetheless. I'm going to go for a Plague Tale Requiem. Uh, that first game reviewed really well. This one looks to be pushing things even further. It's slated for 2022. I am worried it doesn't hit that, but... I do think this game will review very well when it does release. So I'm going to take a risk there and go for that. Uh, Chris, your turn. Yeah, I have that that beat that just came in. So um, I am going to go with a game that I doesn't have a date yet. And I'm going to go with Gotham Knights. Ooh, okay. Scary is a third pick, but I feel like it's going to come out this year because they already showed gameplay, so I feel like they're farther enough along in that game that it could be a fall release. Yeah, any of those WB games, man. Uh, Hogwarts Legacy, that, Suicide Squad. Who knows which one actually ends up releasing this year, but Gotham Knights, I would say, probably is the safest bet, right? Um, Let me type this in for you real quick and get this drafted, and I think it'll be your turn, right, Dom? Should be. That sounds right. Man, and yeah. there's a lot of good options, but also some risky options. So it's it's tempting to take the risks, you know? Breath of the Wild 2. Exactly. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's kind of hard to imagine passing up Breath of the Wild 2 because we know it's going to score in the 90s almost certainly, right? The second but, year somebody picks it and it doesn't come out. <laughs> right, exactly. Oh, man, it's tough. You know what? We're going bigger. We're going home again. We're taking Breath of the Wild 2. After we took Ragnarok, let's we're doing this. 
Big swings. You're going for the uh, the tier one exclusive right now. That's your that's your team. You got Horizon. You got God of War. And now you got Breath of the Wild too. Um, I think the first two, obviously Horizon's coming out. God of War I think is more likely than Zelda, but I I think it is also a risk. I think you you pick again, right? You got back to back picks. Uh, yes, I do. Yeah, yeah. Jump right back in. I'm I'm never prepared for the snake to come back around. Um, <laughs> that's how it gets you. <laughs> yeah, I think I think I have to go a little more conservative uh, with my next pick. I'm tempted to go for that new Pokemon game, but I don't know, part of me doesn't trust how well it's going to review. But so I think I might pass on that. I'm instead I'm going to go for Sifu. Sifu. I don't know how to pronounce it. Okay. Sifu. Yeah. But, the martial arts yeah. game from the Ab- Absolver developers. Yeah. That our gameplay was awesome. Yeah, a lot of hype around that one. A lot of people seem to like. I think there was a demo, or, or some people, some some websites got some hands on or something. That yeah, that uh, pretty pretty highly regarded. So I think it's a good. I think it's a good pick. Chris, you are on the board. I am gonna go super safe, and I'm gonna go with Lego Star Wars Trilogy ah, Skywalker. That's a good one. Especially now that it has like, a date. Yeah, and they always review well, and so like they can't really go. I, I'm assuming they can't really go wrong with the formula. So, yeah, I mean, at worst, I think you're getting ten points. I think this doesn't yep. review lower than an eighty, which is super good. Uh, man. So I'm gonna. I'm not worried if you guys take this game because I just want to talk about it real quick. Tunic to me is weird because it looks beautiful in its art design. But the one thing I'm concerned with is that it's not going to be interesting or different enough to stand out, really. To me, it has the worries of it reviewing it being like, oh, this is a Zelda clone in looks alone. You know, that type of thing. Uh, A lot of people are comparing it to Death's Door. But from everything I've seen, it doesn't seem to have, not that Death's Door is complex by any means. But it just doesn't seem to have that it factor from what we've seen. And we've seen a lot of this game over the years. So... That's a game I'm like, ah, oh, it could review well, but it also could not. I'm just, it's kind of a worrisome pick for me there. Um, I don't know if I'm taking it uh, and if it'll slip through my fingers. Man, there's a, there's a couple of games here that re- that are going to release towards the end of the year that I'm not sure will actually make 2022. Um, but I'm going to have faith in this one because I do think when this game releases, it has a chance of being uh, an all-time classic, and that is uh, Sea of Stars. This is from the developers of The Messenger. This is a classic RPG in the vein of Chrono Trigger. If you've seen any of their updates on Twitter, this game looks incredible. Uh, Just with a small indie development team, I'm worried that it won't make this year, but God, this game is gorgeous. Are either of you familiar with Sea of Stars at all, by any chance? I've heard of it. No. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it looks incredible. Uh, And then I'm picking again. My second pick here... Um... You know, I got to do it. People are going to say, you know, you should draft Gran Turismo. You should draft Gran Turismo. <laughs> I'm not going to. I'm going to draft, in my opinion, what is the more highly reviewed uh, franchise. And that's going to be Forza Motorsport. Um, if schedule yeah. goes as according to plan, it should be coming out this year. Obviously, it flipped with Horizon because they had to start from the ground up for the Series X. Um so I'm going to take a chance on it because even if it doesn't come out this year and it gets marked as will not release, I can drop it. But I think it's worthy to have on my team. And uh, that's it for me. It's your turn, Chris. 
I am going to go with a game who has reportedly leaked a date for March, and that's Ghostwire Tokyo. Ghostwire oh. Tokyo, okay. Yeah, March 25th. The date leaked on uh, on PSN, on a PSN page. So, like, it went on and went off. <laughs> I was like, oops, we should have done that. This is not the type of game I'd expect you to draft, but I like it. No, but it's like, you know, I'm, I'm looking for things that are drawing people to uh, PlayStation right now, you know, giving them reasons to use the machine. So, Up I next, think, it's uh, uh, Don with back-to-back picks. Yeah, I think I'm going to stay conservative here, and I'm going to go ahead and take Gran Turismo because that should be a solid, a solid reviewed game. It might not be for, for as a motorsport type of score, but it should be. It should be good. At least good. And there's no way that game gets delayed again out of this year, right? And, th- and that too, right? It's already been delayed, so I-, I think it's safe. It's coming out. That means all of us are five games in. Dom's going to be drafting a six. Remember, we're drafting eight games total, so we're a little over halfway. Um, going again, these teams are just... interesting. I think we all have different strategies. I'm kind of more middle of the road. Uh, I think, Chris, you have a very eclectic group of games from various genres. Eclectic. And- you know budgets and then dom is mostly these big i mean four of his five no actually all five games are exclusives to their given platforms so it's interesting because even sifu obviously a playstation exclusive i didn't even realize that um there's still some risks on the board that i'm so tempted to go for but uh i think i still gotta play it a little safe but you know what? I don't know if I don't know if Mario and Rabbids is even gonna make it. That could get delayed. Nintendo's a, uh. the the most interesting one because, yeah, you don't know. Especially with Kirby already being dated, it's like, do they even worry about pushing Mario plus Rabbids right or Bayonetta three? Like, ooh, who knows? <sighs> okay, I am gonna take a bit of a risk, and I'm gonna take Dying Light two. Ooh, okay. Remember, this one recently got delayed right to December of 2022, which with like Halo, if you're going to delay that long, we hope that... Oh, no, sorry. Forgive me. I'm thinking of Stalker 2 that got delayed to December, not okay. Dying Light 2. <laughs> Dying Light 2 Spooky was in December, me. and it got delayed to the beginning of this year. That's my apologies. Mm-hmm. I got those two mixed up. Yeah. As it was coming out of my mouth, I was like, that doesn't sound right. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. This is a risk, Dom. I could see this game mm-hmm. reviewing pretty well, but I could also see this game reviewing bad. Not well. So, yeah, it yeah. could go south. <laughs> uh, who's up now? I think it's Chris, right? Yeah, Chris, you're on the Yeah, board. and I'm going to go for another game that I'm not sure how it's going to score, but I'm going to go with Tiny Tina's Wonderland. Ooh, Ooh. I consider that one, too. Okay. Tiny Tina's Wonderland. It's got a date. Select. It's got a solid date, but it's yeah, got... that could go either way. Lock it in, Chris? Yeah, yeah lock it in. That okay. that feels like a solid seventy to me, but we'll we'll see how that goes. Yeah, man, that's that's interesting. Um, you know, I gotta my my brain says no, my heart says yes. This game's sitting there. Home. I gotta do it. I'm going Silk Song. I I just gotta take oh. the risk here. Okay. Uh, it, I just want to believe that it comes out this year. Uh, no, my. My brain is strong enough on the Pokemon Legends train, Dom, that I'm not even... My heart's like, nah, I, I get it. I get it. Um, so, speaking of Stalker 2, that game's interesting because the original Stalker was well-received, but that was so long ago. And we recently had the Stalker 2 NFT stuff that came out, which kind of freaks me out a little bit. 
Um, and that game also got delayed to December. So it's like, why not just delay it again if you need to? Because it's already past the holiday rush, right? So that's a little scary. Kirby and the Forgotten Lands. I don't know if I'd ever want to stake my uh, success to a Kirby game. Seems a little scary there as well. Uh, Mario plus Rabbids. Does that come out this year? Another Nintendo game we didn't talk about. Splatoon 3. Does that come out this year? Who knows? There is a small indie game that's getting a sequel though. And the first game reviewed really well. And the only reason I knew about this game is because of one Dominic Orlando, my co-host. So I'm taking the sequel. I am drafting Salt and Sacrifice. Uh, it's a good pick. Yeah. (laughs) So that's my two picks. I got Hollow Knight and Salt and Sacrifice. I'm up to seven games. Now I have one pick left and now we're back to Chris. I am going to pray that Rocksteady decides to finally bring out Suicide Squad. So I'm going to go Suicide Squad. I think if it hits, it's going to be a banger. So you're doubling down on the WB Mm. games. Yep. Well, one of the two is coming. So like I'm imagining you're hedging your bets. yeah, yeah, and I figure I can pick something else up on the way when I find out one of them's not. But and I we mean, have those five drops. You can drop waiting. the I'm, one that doesn't come out, right? So yeah, but I mean they've been what has it been eight years, nine years since they've got the product game out. I mean, come on, can't drop it if we counter pick. <laughs> that yeah. is true. Mm. Uh, your turn. Now I think you're selecting your last two games. Yeah, you are. Oh, all right. This is it. Yep. Those are. And then Chris picks his last game, and then I pick my last game. Yeah. So yeah, there's opportunities for big risks here. Bayonetta three, does that come out? If it does, certainly you know that should hit. Uh, Kirby we know is coming out, but yeah, I don't know. That could be in the sixties <laughs> very well. Oh man. And part of the strategy here too is right. Draft a game you think somebody else might take. Don't worry about the games no one else knows about or is going to draft because you can pick those up on bids later. Right. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. And I'm not trying to throw ideas in your head. I'm honestly surprised that none of us has taken Tunic. As popular as that game has been for people and as marketed as that game has been, I'm surprised none of us have uh, hitched ourselves to that wagon. Shoot, man. Hellblade 2? That's another one. It doesn't even have a year, but if it does come out... Here's the thing. That doesn't have a year. Redwall is spring 2022. Redfall. And we've seen more of Hellblade than we have of Redfall. That's what's weird. Yeah, so, I mean, sometimes things don't always add up like that, I guess. But, oh, MLB, that can't be, that can't be allowed, right? Mm, I, can't that, well, like I don't that know if that's considered an annual franchise. If it is, then probably not. It'll still yeah. say ineligible next to it if you, can, if you can't draft it. I think I'll take, I think I will take Redfall. I think I'll do it. Arcane, got to believe in Arcane. Yeah, yep. I mean Deathloop so awesome. uh, reviewed really well, and yeah, I, I th- it's yeah for spring, so it should hit this year. Mm. And it is one of those games. Your point you made about you can't drop a game if it's counterpicked. I don't know if any if Chris or I would be willing to counterpick Redfall because if that does release, it's a high score. It's kind of like with God of War right. Ragnarok. It's like, Thanks is it back. releasing? But if it does, it's gonna bite you in the butt pretty hard, you know. So. I feel like any Bethesda game is just like a lock for at least a minimum of an 85, and then it's just kind of going up from there. Yeah, exactly. It's also a lock. Every Bethesda game is a lock for a good delay. Yep. Unless it's a spinoff title like Fallout 76 or Wolfenstein Cyber. What was that one called? Cyber Pilot was a VR game, but then Youngblood the was sister the sister one. Yeah. Yeah, the sister game. But I got one more last pick, pick here. Yep. 
I actually, I, I wanted, I thought about taking Stray, which is that cat game, which looks really cool. But, Jared, you've inadvertently talked me into taking Tunic, so I'm going to go for it. All right. That wasn't that wasn't even bait either. I was genuinely surprised none of us had taken <laughs> that game yet. Uh, I obviously voiced my concerns with it, but that game could also review very well. So, who knows? What do I know? Chris, your last pick, what is it going to be? Uh, I'm going to pick Martha is Dead. Martha's um, Dead, okay. Yeah. The Steam game um, looks pretty BA. I was, I, it was actually on a, a list of like my top like seven or eight games that I was interested in playing this year. So uh, I think I'm going to go with it and hope that it scores well. I'm taking the last pick. In the NFL world, we call this Mr. Irrelevant. Got some bold choices here. I can take some of the AAA games we think might be coming out or not. Uh, I'm going to take a game completely outside of my wheelhouse, and I'm trusting Ben more of Easy Allies. And Ben Moore is not very hyperbolic when it comes to games. He's not, if you're familiar with the Easy Allies, he's not Michael Huber. <laughs> so when uh, Ben Moore talks about a game probably being reviewed very well when it comes out, I kind of trust him on this. And it's a series people have been waiting for a new entry in. And it goes back to my point of uh, with TMNT, Shredder's Revenge, these niche genres are going to be reviewed by not as many people as the main AAA games, which means that it's going to be more consolidated scores, right? You're not going to have people reviewing it very low, which drops the score down. And uh, I'm going with, hold on, let me see if I can find it. I think I, there we go. I'm going with King of Fighters uh, 15. This is a new fighting game coming out this year. Not getting Guilty Gear Strive hurt me last year. That game reviewed very well, and I thought about taking it because I'd heard good stuff about that fighting game. And uh, I can't do the same thing. Can't make the same mistake. That's insanity, the definition of insanity. So I'm taking King of Fighters. Uh, we're doing our counter picks now, and uh, Dom, you have the first counter pick. All right. This, uh, this is going to be an easy one. I think I'm going to go for... Where is it in this list? Come on, Chris, where'd you put it? Uh, Suicide Squad killed the Justice League. That Justice game is not coming out in 2022. Wow, okay. Do you think, though, if it does come out, you think you screw yourself out of losing a good amount of points? Definitely. It's going to review well, for sure. <laughs> yeah, rock steady, for sure. Uh, who is up next? It's your turn, Chris. What's going to be your counter pick? 100% God of War is not coming out this year. <laughs> God of War Ragnarok. Okay. I like yeah. the, the rivalry here of both of you going yeah, like, that like, game's not coming out. If it does, oh, God. You might hear that again in bold predictions, but that game is not coming out this year. <laughs> okay. Uh, I am up. Looking at all of our lists. Do it. No. See, I'm not playing that game this year. <laughs> I'm playing the game of what game I think is going to review the worst. Mm-hmm. And all three games, unfortunately, for me, in my opinion, are all on Chris's board. And the one I think has the most chance to not be good solely because of development issues. I'm going with that. Ghostwire Tokyo. Oh, that's uh, I just don't. That game has been weirdly shown off. I think the gameplay looks weird in. Um, it is super hit or miss. I, I'm 100% with you on this. Like it could go either way. <laughs> Yeah, um, that I just I, my soul says to go with that, so I'm gonna go with that. Oh, I'm picking my second counter pick right away. Okay, so I'm gonna tell you guys what it's down between. 
For me, it's down between Tiny Tina's Wonderland, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> which I shouldn't have to speak too much about. Um, obviously, the Borderlands games review well, but this one's kind of weird. Uh, Forspoken, yeah. just because I don't know how the modern dialogue in a fantasy world is going to play out. And I don't know how long that gameplay is going to hold up, the traversal stuff, because it looks cool in trailers, but in an actual game. And honestly, I'm pleading ignorance on Martha's Dead. I don't know much about it, so I'm worried. I don't want to go for a PC-only game because that can cost you pretty big. And then on Chris's list, or sorry, Dom's list, the only one I'd be confident in counterpicking based on reviews would be Gran Turismo 7 or Dying Light 2. (sighs) You know what? Just for the memes, and to be fair, I kind of like to pick a counterpick from each of you. I could see Dying Light 2 totally reviewing poorly, especially with how much they're pounding their chest on social media of our game has this many words and this many lines of dialogue and it's going to take 500 hours to beat. It just kind of scares me a little bit. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to take Dying Light 2 as my counterpick. What do you got to say there, Dom? What do you think about my counterpick to your game? I could see this could be – it could crack 80 you know metacritic likely it'll be in the 70s and it could be it could be you know low 70s maybe in the 60s if it has a lot of technical problems combined with you know weird well, here's the thing. story and dialogue and bugs and you know i could see it going bad retroactively we talk about dying light of being a great game right do you know what that game is on metacritic right, like 74 something like that 74 yeah wow, i got it exactly right I yeah just and I don't, I don't know if time. I see the sequel being better than that game. So who knows? Uh, but obviously, that game got a lot better with updates and stuff, right? So that's it's not really a review in progress or anything. So, uh, Chris, what's your second counter pick? No new Switch, no Breath of the Wild two. Okay, Breath of the Wild yeah, two. Yeah, I just, it's, I just don't feel like there's no parts. Nintendo's not going to go risk it, and they're not going to blow this game out unless they have a brand new Switch in order to put it out. Going going back to back picks for Chris, I like or for, for against Dom, I like that Chris. Uh, Dom, what's your final counter pick? Mm. The tiniest part of me says Starfield might get delayed, but I heard Todd say it's happening on eleven eleven, and he was very confident, and so I believe him. So that kind of is pushing me towards Tiny Tina. What the hell is that? But then there's stuff on here that I just don't know enough about. I don't know enough about, you know, Martha is dead and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but Jared was awfully confident in it. I trust his research and, and analytical skills. So, <laughs> oh man, this is tough. Here's the thing, and I'm really surprised none of you picked stuff from my list because I think without tuning my own heart, I think everything on my list is going to review very well. The problem is I think half of my list could not release this year. Silk Mm -hmm. song could not release this year. Sea of stars, uh, a plague tale. Um, that's why I think there's some room to potentially counterpick one of my games, but I'll tell you this much. I'm confident that the games on my list are going to review. Well, I'm just not confident if they're going to release, you know? So that's what you kind of have to take into account. Yeah. I'm going to go with my heart. Uh, because I also want Hollow Knight to come out this year, and I think uh, I don't know the, the the whole world feels like it's pushing it. So I I don't know. I'm gonna t- I'm gonna just hope that Plague Tale doesn't come out. That's my counter pick. Okay, I like that. Yeah. Um, interesting. I'm really 
excited to see how our teams play out this year. We can all go through each of our teams real quick and then start our counter picks uh, at the end. For me, I drafted Elden Ring, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Shredder's Revenge, A Plague Tale Requiem, Sea of Stars, Photos, Photos, Tongue Twister, Forza Motorsport for the Series X, which is going to be likely Forza Motorsport 7 or if they're rebooting it, Hollow Knight Silk Song, Salt and Sacrifice, and The King of Fighters 15. Chris, what is your list? Uh, I have Starfield, Forspoken, Gotham Knights, Lego Star Wars, The Skywalker Saga, Ghostwire Tokyo, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League, Martha is Dead, and my counterpicks are God of War Ragnarok and The Legend of Zelda 2, air quotes, Breath of the Wild 2. Oh, yeah. My counterpicks are Ghostwire Tokyo and Dying Light 2. I forgot to mention that. And Dom, what did you draft? We have, over at Firelink Studios, Horizon Fitted for... Wow, we all got the <laughs> the stutters today. Mud Horizon mouth. Forbidden West, God of War Ragnarok, The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild 2, Sifu, Gran Turismo 7, Dying Light 2, Redfall, and Tunic. I'll tell you this much. My goal this year is to score more than 100 points. I would like to win, but 50 <laughs> points was embarrassing, and I don't want to repeat that. I uh, thought he was going to say crack 75. <laughs> <laughs> even that, man, even that. Uh, Dom, what were your counterpicks? Oh, what did I count? Oh, Suicide Squad. That's not coming out. And if you're not looking Plague at the list, yeah. So it's going to be an interesting year. Uh, the first game to come out on our review list is Dying Light Two for Dom, which comes out in February on the fourth, and then Sifu on the eighth. So we'll see how things happen. Once again, my publisher is not a scam incorporated. Chris is Star Lord's Merry Crew LLC, and Dom is Firelink Studios. Uh, we'll come and you know do a mid-year roundup. Uh, and we'll have Chris back on and see how our teams are doing at the midway point. But until then, we got to do our predictions, boys. So we're going to go over the predictions from last year real quick, and then we're going to get into our predictions for the new year. So here's how it all worked out. Uh, I broke it into different categories. We had our Metacritic predictions, will it release, the Big Ten, and then our final scores and dream predictions. I'm going to go through this kind of quickly. So for me, I ended up scoring five total points on the Metacritic predictions. I had three... Uh, predictions that were more than five points off which means you get a negative for each one so that was negative three points and i had a perfect uh guess with ratchet and clank rift apart uh so that was awesome nailed that and the one game i pushed on was gotham knights which was a good call because obviously that game ended up not coming out last year dom ended up winning this category he scored six points you only were off by five plus points on two games dom so i was negative two points and you also had a perfect prediction with Resident Evil Village. You nailed that one. Uh, you pushed Deathloop, which is interesting because obviously that reviewed very well. So it would have been neat to see what you thought it was going to review at. And then uh, last place in this category was Chris, who got negative one point. And that's because you also had three review predictions of more than five points apart, uh, which cost you negative three points. You would have technically had two points plus, but those negative ones uh, brought you down. And uh, you pushed New Pokemon Snap was your choice. You didn't even give a prediction on that one. And uh, two of the games on the list didn't release, which were Horizon Forbidden West and Gotham Knights. Those weren't counted at all, and they were removed from the score. Uh, to give a, a complete over, uh, overview, um, the totals, I was four points off on one game, two to three points off, or yeah, two to three points off on three games, and a perfect on Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Dom was four points off on one game, two to three points off on three games, and he also got the perfect score with Resident Evil Village. The difference between us is he wasn't five points off like I was on three games. It was only two, so that's why he scored one point above me. And lastly, Chris, 
had one uh, score that was four points off and one that was two to three points off. And then obviously those five plus points off is what really screwed you. Um, the biggest differential that I remember off the top of my head when I was reviewing this, Chris, is Far Cry 6. You ended up saying it was going to get an 85, I think, and ended up getting a 76, which kind of killed you there. Um, Damn. Yeah. Next I rated up. it even lower than that. <laughs> uh, next up, will it release? This one's pretty straightforward. Correct is one point. Incorrect is negative one point. Uh, the games were God of War Ragnarok, Bayonetta 3, Cuphead DLC, Elden Ring, and a new Assassin's Creed. I got uh, two points because I said God of War, Bayonetta 3, and the new AC wouldn't release. But I also said Elden Ring would release. So I got negative a point, so I came down to two. And the one game I pushed on was Cuphead DLC. Thankfully, it didn't touch that. Uh, Dom came in at an even zero. He said that God of War Ragnarok and New AC would come out. And then he also said that Bayonetta 3 and Cuphead DLC would come out. Obviously, he breaks even there. Plus two, minus two. So he comes in at zero. You pushed on Elden Ring, Dom. He said, oh, I didn't want to. I don't want to risk it. I don't want to worry about whether that game's going to get delayed or not. So good call there, I guess. And lastly, Chris also came in with two points. He's, he said, God of War isn't coming out, Bayonetta 3 isn't coming out, New AC isn't coming out, but Cuphead DLC is. So he's in the same boat as me. It was plus three, minus one. You came in at two, and you also pushed on Elden Ring, Chris. Which is a good call. Um, and sorry if I'm going through this quickly. I want to be able to get to our new predictions, and I'll obviously have the, all the points total at the end. Uh, the big tents. These were 10 specific questions I asked us. Some were like multiple choice, pick this, pick that, yes or no. Uh, I ended with two points. Uh, the question I pushed was, what's the highest Metacritic score of 2021 uh, among the big three? That being Sony, Microsoft, and Nintendo. I didn't answer that question. So I came in with two points. Dom came in with minus two points. And the one question you pushed on was Final Fantasy VII Remake. Are we getting it on non-PlayStation platforms this year? PS5, both or neither? We actually got both because it came out for PS5 and there was the PC release. Uh, Dom, uh, yeah, Dom was minus two. Chris came in at a flat zero. And you pushed on that same Final Fantasy VII question. Um, and, oh, this is an interesting note I made. There was three questions we all got wrong, okay? The first one was Game of the Year. We predicted Game of the Year. We all got that wrong. I think uh, all three of us said Elden Ring because we were all thinking Elden Ring was coming out, and obviously <laughs> that was wrong. Uh, next up, new Switch. Is it a pro, a new, a new skew, or doesn't exist? Obviously, the OLED came out. All of us said a new Switch doesn't exist at all, regardless. Uh, we all got that wrong. And lastly, will Xbox acquire another studio? I said two, Dom said one, and Chris said two, I think, as well. They didn't acquire anybody last year. We didn't count the Bethesda one because we already knew about that the year prior. Um, and we we're and in the, the show, we were talking about new ones. Uh, so we all got that wrong as well. Now, the final scores, and I also have the correct dream predictions because... Some of us actually got some of our dreams partially correct, which is really interesting. Um, I finished with nine total points. I won. Dom finished with four total points. And Chris, you finished with one point. Uh, so it's kind of like, I guess not opposite of the Fantasy Critics League, but at least I have somewhere to cheer on myself <laughs> where I wasn't a complete failure. Nice. Uh, the closest Dom got in terms of his dreams to being correct was he said Naughty Dog plus Star Wars would be announced. We got Quantic Dream plus <laughs> Star Wars. So at least Ugh. it's in the, that's the closest you got, uh, mm -hmm. but not necessarily correct. Uh, Chris, I gave him half a point for this one. He said Uncharted in development announced. We got the announcement of the Uncharted PS5 collection. So I gave you half a point for that. 
Uh, even though in your dream you said a new Uncharted game, I still sure. figured it was enough to give you half a point. And I got a full point. I said a Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic uh, would be announced. And in the wow. podcast, I said either a remake or a new entry. And obviously that was announced and I got that right. So that's pretty cool. Um, we, I don't know if you remember this, Dom. We did a mid-year predictions for the rest of the year, uh, which was right before E3 and all of like the state of, uh, state of play and summer event stuff. We've tied with two points apiece. So no winner, no loser there. But we did have a bet, Dom. I don't know if you remember this. There was a bet. Does Knights of the Old Republic show up before the end of August? Because we had heard rumblings at this point of something Knights of the Old Republic showing up. This was before we knew it was a remake. I said yes, it would show up before August. You said no. We did get the trailer. And I'm before I tell you of who was right or who was wrong, because uh, I don't know if you guys remember when that trailer came out. It was E3, right? It was it was like June, so mm, the stakes were if Jared loses, he has to rewatch the prequels. If Dom oh, loses, he has to watch the Guardians of the Galaxy films. Oh, okay. Yeah. One A because I don't really like the prequels, and B Dom has never seen the Guardians films. The trailer debuted in September of 2021. Really? Yeah. I thought it was in the summer. Okay. September. Nope. Okay. So I lose the bet, so I have to watch the prequels. <laughs> so I feel sorry. There's that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Not not a fan of that, but honestly, I was planning on doing a complete film rewatch, so at least this gives me an additional excuse to get to it sooner than later. And the bets, the we had to do it by we had to do it by the end of the year. That's what we said. So as long as I do it by the end of 2022, we're fine. That's that. Congratulations to me for winning. Dom coming in second, Chris coming in last. Let's see what happens this year, boys. It's gonna be the same structure. We're gonna do Metacritic predictions. We're gonna do will it release. We got the Big Ten questions. And then we got predictions. Now, I explained this to you two before the show, but I'm going to explain it to listeners. You have to have a minimum of three dream predictions this year. If you get it right, you'll get a point. If you get it wrong, it'll be minus a point. You're willing to add additional dream predictions. Uh, I guess dream predictions, they don't have to be like unrealistic, but just you know predictions after that. And for each additional one, if you get it wrong, it's minus two points. But if you get it correct, it's still only a single point. So you're kind of doing risk reward there where you're still getting the same reward, but you're going to get a bigger punishment for every one you do past three predictions. And we'll get to that when we get to that. So 2022 gaming predictions. We're going to start off with Metacritic. Uh, remember as well for each category, you have a push, which is basically a question or a game you don't have to participate with. Uh, for the first one, the Metacritic predictions. I'm going to name all the games for you. Keep it in mind so you know which one you want to push on, okay? The games are as follows. Horizon Forbidden West, Starfield, Tunic, Pokemon Legends Arceus, Forspoken, Elden Ring, Kirby and the Forgotten Lands, Mario plus Rabbids Sparks of Hope, Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga, and God of War Ragnarok. Remember, like last year, if a game doesn't release, that prediction is void and isn't counted in the final stats. Um, we will go with... Uh, Chris, since you came in last, you'll be able to start all of these just to make it fair. And I'll go last with, the, with all of them and Dom, you'll go second. So Chris, what is your Metacritic prediction for Horizon Forbidden West? Um, I am going to go with a Metacritic score of, um, God, I think it's going to do better than original. I'm going to go with a 90. 90. Okay. Coming out strong. Dom? 91. 91. That's I'm so going to come in. <laughs> I'm going to come in with an 87. Uh, the one thing I forgot to mention too is the score system. 
If you get it perfect, it's five points. If you're off by one, it's two points. If you're within two to three, it's one point. If it's four points, it's zero. And if it's five or more, it's negative one. Remember that the score only counts in December when I check the scores and write them down. So obviously scores can drop or whatever happens. Just keep that in mind as well. So for Horizon Forbidden West, just to recap, you said 90, Chris. You said what exactly, Dom? 91? Yeah. And I said 87. Uh, Chris, Starfield. I'm going to say, a new, I think it's going to score high if it comes out. I'm going to say a 92. 92, okay. Ooh. I really think, well, because it's the first, uh, it's an original IP, like it's the first one in forever, and I feel like everybody and their grandmother is going to be playing this game, and so I just think it's going to hit on all cylinders. Yeah. Dumb? Eighty-seven. Eighty-seven, okay. Um, my gut here says I could totally see getting a 90. At worst, I can see getting an 86. And for me, at worst, I want to break even with zero points. So I think I'm going to go with 90. Because even if it's on the low of what I believe it'll get, I'll still be in the green or in the black, technically. Uh, so yeah, I'm going to go with 90 there. Um, Tunic is next, Chris. Um, this one I don't think is gonna score as high, so I'm gonna say a eighty-one. Eighty-one, okay. Dom. Yeah. Seventy-eight. Okay, I'm gonna stick with Chris. I'm also going with eighty-one. Uh, Pokemon Legends Arceus, Chris. I'm gonna tap out on this one. That's your <laughs> Any push. Pokemon okay. game, I tap out. <laughs> yeah, you did last year uh, with Pokemon Snap, yeah. so it makes sense. Dom. Yeah, I want to push this too. I have no idea. It could be anywhere. Okay, I'm gonna go with the 75. Uh, Chris, for spoken. This, oh, this like this game is a. It could be a 72. It could be an 82. It could be a 92. You know what I mean? Like, oh my god. Um, I'm gonna say an 84. All right, Dom. Gary, what is not in on the writing on this one? Going 86. And I am pushing, <laughs> not touching it. Yeah, that's a uh, safe Yeah, Square Enix games scare me. Like uh, mm -hmm. Pokemon games scare Chris. <laughs> I feel the same. I'm, just, I'm pushing. Yep. Nope. Uh, next up, the big boy here, Chris, Elden Ring. God. For context, um, Sekiro from Software's last game scored a 90. 90, yeah. Which, by the way, I was contemplating playing this morning. Like for the like. What a good contemplation. Yeah, yeah. I, I, then I started watching videos. Is like, nah, I don't really have the patience for that. Yeah, it's too um, hard. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. Uh, I think that this game is going to be an eighty-eight. That's a safe call, Dom. Hmm. There's a lot of hype around this game. Yeah, it has high expectations, um, but it's also doing something. It's, it's taking a big risk because you know open world like they've not done that before they, they they've excelled at every other aspect of what they do but this could be risky it might not pay off but i think i think it's gonna oh this is my heart but it's gonna i'm gonna say 91 for me i think because it's tethered to souls whereas like bloodborne and sekiro aren't which gives them a little bit more leeway i do think that it could be dinged a couple of points because when people are playing it, it's almost directly related to something else they've already played from some, from 
from software <laughs> from something. Um, so I'm going to go, I'm going to hedge my bets. I'm going to go 87. I don't know if it's going to score that low, but I want to, you know, have enough leeway either way uh, with the amount of points I get. So I'm just, the open world is a risk. I just think that with it being attached to Dark Souls and a lot of the gameplay mechanics that it do, it, it can get tethered down by that Dom, whereas Sekiro was something completely mm-hmm. different, right? So uh, next up, Chris, Kirby and the Forgotten Land. Mm, yeah, it's kind of like a mirror. Um, I'm gonna say an 83. 83, okay, Dom. Yeah, 79. I'm going 80. <laughs> I'm just gonna go safely at 80. Uh, Chris, Mario plus Rabbids, Sparks of Hope. Wow. Um, this 86. Dom. 82. Same. I'm going 82 as well. Uh, Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga. 79. Dom? 86, which, by the way, will tie it with the highest-rated Lego game ever, uh, which was the original trilogy or something like that. I'm going with 85. Uh, And lastly, God of War Ragnarok, Chris. And I know you believe this game isn't coming out this year, but if it does... What's the metric? If it it does, I still think. Gosh, it's already taken a ton of criticism. First game. Uh, I'm gonna uh, gonna say. I'm gonna. Yeah, it's not even gonna touch that game. I. 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 I, This is gonna be like an 87. Dom. 90. I'm going with 88. So those are Metacritic predictions. Next up, these are pretty much. uh, You know, is it releasing? Is it not? For everyone you get right is one, obviously wrong, negative one, and you have a single push. I'm going to read the entire list once again so you know which ones you want to push on or which single one you want to push on. The games are Starfield, Redfall, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild 2, Hollow Knight Silk Song, Suicide Squad Kills the Justice League, and God of War Ragnarok. Now, the way I'm going to do this one is I'm going to go to you first, Chris. I'm going to give you each game, and you're going to tell me if you think it's coming out. I'll do the entire list with you, then the entire list with you, Dom, and then I'll do the entire list, okay? They'll just go quicker that way. You ready, Chris? Okay. Yep. You don't need the, the list again for your push? You already got it locked in? Yeah, yeah I already got it locked okay. in. Okay. Starfield. Uh, yes, it's coming out. Redfall. Uh, I'm going to push on that game. Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild 2. No. Hollow Knight Silk Song. Yes. Suicide Squad Kills the Justice League. I put this on my critics list, and I still think the answer is no. <laughs> and God of War Ragnarok, we know the answer is no, right? No, no, no. You ready, Dom, or you need the list again for your push? No, I got it. Okay, ready? Starfield. It's coming out. Redfall. Yes. Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild 2. Yes. Hollow Knight Silk Song. Push. Suicide Squad Kills the Justice League. No. God of War Ragnarok. Yes. For me, Starfield, yes. Redfall, yes. Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild 2, no. Hollow Knight Silk Song, yes. Suicide Squad Kills the Justice League, no. God of War Ragnarok, no. I'm not using my push. I wanted to bet on all of them. I wanted Because if I can sneak out that singular point, I could get, come ahead, so I'm not going to use my push. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, we got the Big Ten. Um thinking of how i want to do this what do you think is fair to ask each of you all 10 questions or 
to go one by one. I think it's fair to go one by one with this, right? Because yeah. it'll give everyone enough information to answer the same question instead of you being able to think about it long term. I think that's fairest. Sure. Okay, so sure. these are 10 questions. Each of them are like a yes or no or a specific answer. You'll see as we go along. Same thing. Right is one point. Wrong is minus a point, And you have a single push. This one I think is more interesting to not know to push. But yeah. uh, what I will do is at the end of it, uh, instead, you can say like, I want to push that question that I answered. So you can answer it in the moment as we're doing them. And then retroactively, you can use your push on this. Okay. Just so we're all working with the same information. So sure. Chris, you're up first. Which family of consoles will lead the most months in sales in 2022? That being Nintendo, PlayStation, and Xbox. PlayStation. Okay. And just to clarify, it the, what this question means is, you know, the MPD reports, Switch was the best-selling console of January, PlayStation 5 was the best-selling console of February, whatever family of consoles has the most months led. So that's that. Okay. Uh, you're sticking with PlayStation, right? Yeah, I'm going to stick with PlayStation. Okay. Uh, Dom, do you need me to repeat the question? Nintendo. I'm going with you. I'm going with Nintendo as well. Chris, the second question. How many new playable characters does Marvel's Avengers get in 2022? This is just a very funny question because we don't know if this game's going to die or what's going to happen. One. One. Okay. One. One, okay. Yeah. Dom? Zero. Zero. I'm going to two. Uh, Chris, third question. Is Pokemon Legends Arceus the only console Pokemon game launching in 2022? No, there'll be another one. Dom? Uh, yeah, only one. Okay, I'm going to go with yes, there'll be another one. Because um, remember that MOBA was also a console game. That weird, what was it called? Pokemon? Uh, Unite or whatever. Yeah. Uh, you can change your answer with that information, Dom, if you want. Nah. Nah? Okay uh chris fourth question what will be the metacritic score difference for starfield on the xbox series x and uh, the secondary platform whatever like the second highest score is whether that's you know xbox one or pc or whatever uh i can't imagine it'd be more than like two so i would say two okay dom one okay i'm gonna go with two as well and for that one, as long as you're within three points, you get it correct. Because like, obviously, it's like there's a lot of leeway. Okay, so this one is uh, pick out of the bunch as many or as few as you want. You don't get negative points for not picking a game. But remember, you for all the games you do pick, you get right or wrong. Okay? Okay. So, so this is a, a place where you can get as many points or as little points. And it's solely based on you. Of these games, which get a new trailer and or dated? And dated can be as vague as a year, right? 2023. Um, but it can't say coming soon. That, that doesn't count as a date. It has to be a numerical or monthly, you know, signifier. So I'm going to list them all. And then you tell me. We can go one by one. I think that might be easier because it's a pretty big list. And you can be like, yeah or no, okay? And no means, uh, or you could say not answering. That's as well. Because you're not selecting it. Avatar Frontiers of Pandora. No. Hellblade 2. This is, a, this is a trailer or a or dated. Or release date, you said? And remember, or to dated? be clear, if you say no and it does, you get minus a point. But if you say, I don't want to answer that, then it doesn't count either way. Just to make that clear. Does, does dated mean like a release window, like spring of 23? Yes. Or does it have yes, to have that, counts, that counts. That okay. counts. Coming then soon will, is the only thing will, that doesn't I, count. Okay. Then I'll say yes. 
Okay, so no on Avatar, yes on Hellblade, Outer Worlds 2. I'm not going to, I'm going to pass on it. Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic remake. Yes. Avowed. Yes. Fable. New. Mass Effect 4. No. Dragon Age. I don't know if those dev di- if the dev diaries <laughs> count. Uh <laughs> If it says trailer on the YouTube video from their official page accounts. No, I'm still going to say no for Mass Effect. Dragon Age 4. Um, I'm going to still say no. Star Wars Eclipse. No. Marvel Spider-Man 2. I'm not going to... No, I'm not going to put... I'm not, I'm not going to... Okay, so I think there's only two you didn't comment on, right? Which were The Outer Worlds 2 yep. and Marvel Spider-Man 2? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, Dom, you ready? I still think they show something about it. <laughs> Dom, you ready? Yeah, uh, Avatar Frontiers of Pandora. Remember, trailer no. or dated? No? No. Hellblade 2? Yes. Outer Worlds 2? No. Star Wars and of the Old Public remake? No. Avowed? Yes. Fable? Yes. Mass Effect 4. No. Dragon Age 4. No. Star Wars Eclipse. No. Marvel Spider-Man 2. Yes. Okay, for me, Avatar Frontiers of Pandora, yes. Hellblade 2, yes. Outer Worlds 2, no. Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic remake, no. Avowed, yes. Fable, yes. Mass Effect 4, not answering. Dragon Age 4, yes. Star Wars Eclipse, not answering. Marvel Spider-Man 2, yes. And there's that. That's a really important question because I can swing a lot of things with as many right or wrongs as you can get. Uh, next up, Chris. Sure. Which WB game releases? Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League, Gotham Knights, Hogwarts Legacy, or Injustice 3? So basically you're picking the one you're most confident in releasing. Gotham Knights. Uh, Dom. Gotham Knights. I'm going with Injustice 3. Out of all of those. Which hasn't even been announced. But I'm gonna go. <laughs> I was gonna say I did. I don't remember hearing about that. <laughs> yeah, but normally, yeah, I don't want to get into all of it. Anyways, uh, question number seven, Chris. Which will have a lower Metacritic score? Babylon's Fall or Tiny Tina's Wonderland? Tiny Tina's Wonderland. Dumb. Babylon's Fall. Babylon's Fall for me as well. Uh, Chris, which studio announces their next game? Now this can be uh, through social media. This can be through the studio's own website. This can be at a presentation, whatever. It's just by the end of the year, we'll know this studio's next game. Okay. Not through leaks. Uh, bend naughty dog blue point or none. Uh, I think we'll know what Sony Ben's working on. Dom. Naughty dog. I'm going to go with blue point. Uh, so we all picked a different one. That's that's cool. Uh, Chris, a repeat question from last year. Highest Metacritic of 2022, will it be PlayStation, Xbox, or Nintendo? It'll be Xbox. Dom. PlayStation, God of War. I'm of the camp that I don't think God of War releases this year, and I'm of the camp that I think Starfield reviews better than Horizon, and Legend oh. of Zelda also doesn't come out. So I think I'm going with Xbox as well. I'm gonna be honest. I still I forgot that Starfield is an Xbox game, <laughs> but that doesn't that doesn't change my answer though. Yeah, because you believe God of War is coming out this year, which I could totally see mm-hmm. having the highest review score. I get it. 
Uh, Chris, lastly, what wins Game of the Year 2022 at the Game Awards specifically is what we're looking at. I'm if it, it, it's, it's going to be Starfield. Dumb. Okay, Starfield it co- does come out just early enough to where it'll be considered. I think like December is like mm-hmm. their cutoff. So yeah. Uh, well, it's Elden Ring. That was the right answer. It's those are the two games I'm thinking of, and it's really <laughs> tough. Um, it would be interesting if Elden Ring broke through the niche of the the Souls like group. You know what I mean? Where it was like a mainstream. I mean, Sekiro won Game of the Year at the Game Awards. Yeah, but it was also it was it was such a high critics like I don't know. The thing I with this one too is it's it's know. open world. Mm-hmm. It's just like I know so many people are pessimistic about Bethesda, which which worries me uh, in terms of the voting, not necessarily review scores. You know, um, I just I agree with the, I agree with you, Jared. Though, like that Sekiro doesn't feel like a Souls game, so like that I don't think of it as a Dark Souls game. Do you know what I mean? Like I just think yeah. of it as something different. Um, I'm gonna go with Starfield. I want to believe. I hope the Bethesda nails this. Like Elden Ring would make sense, but like, like I don't know. To me, I could totally even see Horizon, even if it doesn't review as well, getting more votes at the Game Awards than Elden Ring, unfortunately. Um, but who knows? Uh, so that's that. Lastly, we'll do our predictions. Uh, Chris, you got to go first. Um, just so I know how to set this out accordingly, are you planning to do more than three? Uh, no, I'm. I'm just gonna do three. I'm gonna stick with Dom. You. Just three. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to do more than three. I don't know how many. Probably four. I'll probably only do one extra one, but we'll see. Chris, you're up first. I think that Xbox isn't finished, and there's going to be one more studio that's going to be acquired. Um, Whether that be Capcom or Konami, they're going to go and try to go after the Japanese market. So you want to specifically add the Japanese part to your prediction, or you just want to say another Uh, acquisition? Yeah. Uh, I I want to say something. One of the I want to say it's the Japanese market. So like they're gonna go after specifically like a Capcom, Konami. Like they want something that bolsters up the sales in that area because they need to it, worldwide sales. I will say to add on to this that if they announce that they bring on a Japanese creator to found their own studio, I would count that as well. Okay, just so we got okay. that clear because I think that counts. Uh, Dom, what's your first prediction? Uh, PlayStation Five gets PlayStation Three, Two, and One backwards compatibility. And I won't be more specific than that because I don't know what it'll look like. But yeah. Okay. Uh, my first prediction, I think they're just going to lump everything into PlayStation Now and call it PlayStation Now. I don't think there's a rebranding in terms of the name of the, the product. I think they're just going to be like, uh, uh, sorry, PlayStation Plus. PlayStation Now is now part of PlayStation Plus. It's all PlayStation Plus. And then they're going to announce the tier levels of like at this level, you get access to the free games every month. At this level, you get access to the library of games. And then this level, you get access to, you know, classic titles or whatever. I just think it's all going to be put into PlayStation Plus and they're not going to rebrand it. Spartacus isn't going to become PlayStation Son of Troy or I don't know, something, whatever. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. What's your second prediction, Chris? Uh, My second prediction is that Xbox before PlayStation is going to leak uh a mid mid refresh already xbox is going to leak that you said yes okay uh don't... i don't know what it's going to be it's just going to be like a mid-tier maybe like a 0.5 or something to that effect or i don't know but something new is going to come out of that okay uh dom i'm going to do you one better um not a leak but xbox is going to actually properly announce a streaming dongle that's uh affordably priced compared to consoles where so that you can you know get to xcloud through the dongle 
An Xbox Fire Stick, essentially. Yes. Sure. Uh, I'm going to predict that Xbox buys Moon Studios and Studio at MDHR. Moon Studios being the developers of the Ori games and Studio at MDHR being the developers of Cuphead. So you're, you're, uh, you're guessing both. I guess, sorry, I guess if it's only one, you still get a half point then. Yeah, well, yeah, I don't want to say either or because I think that I, I, I'm going to go with both. I think they acquire mm-hmm. both and then I, I'd get half a point, yeah. Uh, Chris, what's your third prediction and last? My third and last prediction is before year's end, you're going to see a price increase uh, in Game Pass, uh, somewhere equivalent to the twenty four ninety nine mark. Ooh, wait for so it's going to go from fourteen ninety nine to twenty four ninety nine. Yes, by the end of the year. Damn, by the end of the year. Okay, I That's was cool. thinking like five dollars up, but not for another year or two. <laughs> but right. well, hey, and if it, if it goes up forty cents, he still gets half a point. So, but my <laughs> thought process is is they might include Ubisoft. Plus in that, oh, you sure. know what I mean. So that so that when you include that pricing, you're including Ubisoft plus plus you get Bethesda plus you get you know you get Call of Duty. Oh, okay, so to be so to yeah, be so clear, you, you're saying that they'll have a tier above the fourteen ninety nine, not that the fourteen ninety nine will move ten dollars. Yeah, Got yes. okay. Yeah, they're gonna add an additional tier which includes the Ubisoft stuff in it, and uh, it's gonna be a natural price increase anyway. But it'll also include the gotcha. You okay. Know, I still feel like there's going to be like a, uh, it's going to go from fourteen ninety nine to like 20 bucks. You know what I mean? But then there's going to be the next tier, which is. Gotcha. Okay. Dom, what's yeah. your, your third and final? Hmm. You did steal the PlayStation plus prediction word for word off my list. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's an obvious one though. So, but I'm going to go with my heart on this one and we're going to get the Bloodborne remaster to PlayStation five and to PC. Nice. Okay. Bold. Uh, I had a I had a prediction I was thinking of of like X amount of games uh, exclusives go to PC from PlayStation, but I wasn't super bold on wanting to uh, go into that. Uh, let's see here. I'm going through my list. What do I want to do? What do I want to do? Um. Huh. Go bold. I think that. I'm sorry. I'm trying to think of how I want to word this correctly. Um, I think Hellblade to end of out. No, no. Hellblade two and the Outer Worlds two both get dated for 2023 with specific um seasons or whatever, like spring 2023, winter 2023. And I'll add a, a third kicker to that. I think we see State of Decay 3 this year, too, uh, revealed. Mm-hmm. So it's like a Xbox trifecta mm-hmm. there. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, my last one. Um, I'm going to merge a bunch of things together to make it justifiable as a prediction. I'm going to say, so, and I'm not going to say I can get partial credits, either the full Monty or nothing at all. I'm going to say my prediction is God of War, Legend of Zelda, Bayonetta, all don't come out. Hollow Knight, Silk Song, and Redfall both come out. So it's two games coming out for sure. Three games not coming out. It's either a total hit or a bust. I don't get any partial points. So I'm gonna stick to that. And I'm willing to risk the minus two points I'd get for it being my fourth prediction. Um, is there any? Are you guys sure? I'm gonna give you guys one last chance. You wanna add a fourth prediction or not before we call this one? I'm gonna add one more. Ooh, he's adding one more. Okay, let's hear it, Chris. <laughs> This is bold. This is like this is pie in the sky, so I'm willing to eat the points. 
Nintendo jumps the gun on Sony and allows place, uh, Xbox Game Pass to be put on their system. Damn, that's a that's a big boy one. That's big. That big handheld, like it travels with you. It would be perfect. Okay, Dom, are you adding one or no? Yeah, yeah, I want to add one. <laughs> this is the big leagues, boys. This is so why you shouldn't gotta... gamble with your friends, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> so it's a bit of a counter to one of Chris's earlier predictions. I'm going to say Sony buys Konami. Oh, that'd be awesome. Ooh, okay. And what I will say is if they just, if it's announced that they're just buying their gaming IP, I think that counts as well. Oh, I would say so too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because, I mean, Castlevania needs to be released. Uh, You guys have me feeling the hype. I'm going to add one more, and it's a a bold (laughs) one. So we've had these rumors that GoldenEye is getting a remake, right? We got that, those achievement leaks. I'm going to be bold and say that that's not the only rare remakes we're getting this year. Uh, not that they're released, but I think that it's going to be announced that there's a from-the-ground remake of Banjo-Kazooie in the works. And I'm going to say that there's a from-the-ground, maybe not from-the-ground, but a, at least a remaster of Viva Pinata. I think it's going to be like they're going to be trying to really bring back this rare stuff. And I think that's partially why uh, Microsoft is open to letting Banjo come up on the Switch service is to build marketing for their own from-the-ground remake of the beloved classic for their console. Uh, especially with the in-house of support studios and stuff they have from Bethesda and everything going on. Uh, I just think that they want to show Rare more love, especially with how Rare is turned around Sea of Thieves. So that's my prediction. That one, I'm going to give myself willingness to get some partial points on. Uh, if it's like just Banjo or just Viva Pinata, we'll see. But yeah, that's my last one. You guys want to add a fifth or are we calling it quits there? Nope. nope. Okay, nope. good. No. No. You're pulling out, yeah. yeah time, for, time for me to leave the bar. I'm good. Uh Alrighty, so that was our show. We went over our Fantasy Critics League, a lot on the line there. And we uh going over our predictions for this upcoming year. A lot of fun stuff. Hopefully a lot of positive stuff in the gaming industry. We've had a lot of BS to deal with between Activision and all of these companies. I mean, how we talked about Lego Star Wars today, and there was a report about that studio having to deal with Crunch. So hopefully there's a lot more positive news for 2022 and beyond. Like I said, we're going to be returning together with Chris on the show uh, obviously, it'll be on before the mid-year point, but at the mid-year point, we're going to specifically talk about our Fantasy Critics League and probably go over our predictions as well so far through the year and see how those have unfolded. Before I get into our rigmarole, Chris, please let the internet know or let listeners know where they can find you on the internet. Sure, they can find me on Twitter at Topher Noons, uh, and also I've been doing some writing assignments for Megadads. Awesome. And, uh, you know, Dom and I can be found where you were normally found. I'm at Jared Weich on Twitter, J-E-R-R-A-D-W-Y-C-H-E. Dom is at OB. Dom Kenobi, the O and OB is the number zero and not the letter O. Collectively on Twitter, we are at CTRL, I-N-T. It's controlled interest abbreviated. Uh, and Spotify. We're on Spotify. They have reviews now. Please go over and leave us a review on Spotify. It definitely helps. If you listen on iTunes, we'd appreciate the reviews there, too. Spotify's review system is new, so we kind of want to be able to move up the algorithm on that with, you know, getting new listeners and all that good stuff run YouTube as well. But you know, I prefer my podcast on Spotify, use it for music and everything. So if you're listening to us on Spotify or you want to, please leave us a review if you can. Other than that, we'll be back next week with our first normal podcast of the year. We started with our game of the year last week, covered fantasy critics league and predictions this week. And next week we'll be talking about all the uh, positive and negative news in the gaming industry. Chris, thank you for joining us. We'll catch you guys next time. Bye.